0: Welcome to Geek's Corner, I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are excited for you, and we have a really, really, really big book. Big book! In fact, I think the last book I read that was this big, from Disney, or about Disney, was Disney War, which is very appropriate this week, and we're going to talk about that. But, before we get into that, what should people do, Katie? You
1: should go to geekscorner.live, and go in the chat section, and tell us what you want to know about the book
0: (laughs) okay Um, yes do that this book is called The Imagineering Story and it is the official biography of Walt Disney Imagineers it accompanies the docu-series that came out when Disney Plus came out hard to believe three years ago
1: I only know it's three years ago because the money I gave them in 2019
0: and now you have to pay again so I have a question for you okay what is your favorite number
1: we all know what my favorite number is, but I'm going to give you a more exciting number. Yes,
0: give me a different number, not 13.
1: I was going to give you 313.
0: 313. <laughs> because all right.
1: 13 is my favorite number.
0: All right. 313. Now tell me a number between 1 and 10. 4. 4? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go to the 313th page. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the fourth line. I thought
1: you were going to go to like, the fourth paragraph. I
0: don't know if there are four paragraphs in one page. Oh, this could be funny.
1: There are no pictures in this oh, book. Oh, there's
0: only one paragraph on this page. Oh,
1: wow. So good thing you're fourth, fourth line thing.
0: says, one, two, three, four. I'm going to go there. Then you have this thing, this place, where you get permission to be a child again. Riveting, isn't it? Wow.
1: That's... Okay, your turn, your turn, your turn.
0: Okay. A number. This was not planned, by the way. Literally, as the show was starting, I'm like, I'm going to play a game. And it was funny uh, because I
1: immediately knew what game you were going to play. 445. 445. Like, that's actually what cracks me up. Oh, I hope I do a Tom Morris. Uh, 445. Nice. We like him. I love him. And then pick a number, 1 through 10.
0: Uh, 6.
1: 6. 1, two, three, four, And then I just went to the five. first
0: sentence in that line.
1: 6. Uh, it involves not only a new ride system, but also some really breakthrough ideas in projection, technology, programming, and so on.
0: Cool. Yeah. So if you want to know what that means, go out and get this book or wait for however long it takes me to read it. And I will give you a review oh. of it. You know what it is? Don't say. They need to, they need to get the book. I can't
1: tell you what that line was about?
0: You can tell me after the show. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Teasers.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: this was not pre-planned. No, but uh, the book literally showed up a couple hours ago, and I was excited about it. So I thought I would share it tonight on Geeks Corner. Um, another thing we are excited about tonight is we have a really big bag.
1: Big bag. And
0: if you are on our Patreon, you know some of what is in this really big bag. And the two, the tour? No, the. The co- yeah, it kind the of was a crawl? tour. The cookie crawl has a theme to it that you can get through this bag. So uh, we will be returning to this in a little bit. The clue is what is in our mugs, which oh, is eggnog. Oh, I was like, are we telling them what's yes, in our mugs? we have eggnog in our mugs, yes. even though it's ahead of thanksgiving but before we get into that eggnog
1: is also a thanksgiving <coughs> beverage it really in my is. opinion it's not just a christmas or holiday beverage eggnog to me is also a thanksgiving beverage because after you eat thanksgiving dinner a nice glass of eggnog man with some pumpkin i actually pie. agree with that um yeah. did you ever
0: read the little house in the prairie books no. when you're a kid okay <laughs> i did and if i recall i don't remember which one of it but in one of the books they talk about making eggnog in the summer Oh. and it's kind of the and they'd put it in the big blocks of ice or whatever mm-hmm. um because it was a, a refreshing thing after working mm-hmm. all day in the sun but anyway that sounds None of this has been that in our sound, schedule so far. It doesn't
1: sound good, actually. That makes me sound like I would want to throw up after a day of manual labor in the hot sun. I'm sure you'd be hydrated
0: first. It's, <laughs> it's a refreshing cup of eggnog. Homemade that eggnog. Sounds
1: sounds... Um, I have been wanting... I'm just going to talk about whatever I want to tonight. Um, I have been wanting to just make eggnog again. Because if you all remember, a couple years back for the Geek's Corner Christmas episode, Cameron and Luke made homemade na- home Maybe made you should eggnog. do that for this year's... I was actually considering getting all Which the ingredients... Is... Um, December 13th. December 13th.
0: Yep. All right. Let's get into the news. This week was a big week in news. Just when we thought nothing was going on Sunday night, my phone started exploding.
1: Sunday night, very (coughs) late at night, mind you.
0: Well, dinner time.
1: Well, it was was 6.50. 6.30. It
0: It was was 6.34 or something like that. It was six. The first one came in at 6.34.
1: The first reports.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then I had it confirmed by 6.50. Yes. Um, But Bob Chapek is out at the Walt Disney Company and Bob Iger is in, hence our title, Hello Bob, Goodbye Bob. What about Bob? What about Bob? Think they should make a new one of those? They sure do. (laughs) It's a very different kind of film. (laughs) It's not a comedy.
1: (laughs) It's a documentary. It's a
0: drama. (laughs) Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, everybody started really just trying to figure out if this was a prank or if this was serious because I was having emails sent to me that looked like they might be from a Bob Iger. And then when I got enough of them from enough different people at the Walt Disney Company, I decided that was a story we could run with. And we did.
1: I will say nothing is funnier. I had just been having a very in-depth conversation uh, with another person um, and a dog just chatting away about all types of life things and what have you. We are going down some set of stairs. We're walking. We're waiting, all this stuff. And then Mr. Daps just comes up to me on his phone. Hey, can you get this confirmed anywhere? And I went, can I get what?
0: (laughs) None of the line was. My first line out of my mouth was, I think Bob Chapek was just fired. Can you get it confirmed anywhere? <laughs> and then I'm digging in and texting people. And it was She's the most looking like... for other places. And, and it... it was the last thing on earth we ever thought we would be talking about. Because literally during dinner with our friends from out of town, <laughs> we were talking about the hierarchy and the leadership of the Walt Disney Company and where we thought it was going and, and different wishes and dreams we had for it. And on our bingo card of that night, this was not even... Even and close. We kind
1: of all had this moment of like staring at each other of like, is this what we can all manifest when we're together? Except
0: for me, who was going like this the whole time. But yeah, well, yes. all the rest um, of us. Yeah. Um, so, what we think happened, from what we can tell so far, is months and months and months ago, some of the board of directors for Walt Disney Company was less than satisfied with Bob Chapek start asking questions, exploring options, Tom Staggs and uh, Kevin Meyer being two of them, and, and really trying to see what would be best for the Walt Disney Company. And then fast forward a few months, and we have that wonderful uh, fiscal report about a week and a half, two weeks ago, uh, when Disney lost a lot of money, and Bob Chapek talked about Oogie Boogie Bash. And, um, and I think that kind of was the moment where, if I had to make a guess, there were multiple executives at the Walt Disney Company, including uh, McCarthy, who's the CFO who suddenly realized this isn't going to work, and if this guy's still here, I'm not going to be. Um, at which point McCarthy starts talking to Susan Arnold, who is the chairman of the chairwoman of the board for the Walt Disney Company. Basically, at some point, they all realize Chapek has lost his ability to lead at the Walt Disney Company. Three o'clock on Friday, Bob Iger gets a call from Susan Arnold. couple days of conversation leads to Sunday night's change and uh, from what i understand bob chapek was supposed to be introducing elton, elton john, john which if you haven't seen that concert on disney plus it is very enjoyable have you watched it at all no even just parts of it, it like it, it's i've had it on the last i had it on sunday night because it was still kind of live and i was able to start from the beginning but mm-hmm. i didn't realize when i switched tvs it wouldn't let me continue to watch oh, it interesting cuz it ended by then and, and so then i was had to wait till the next day, but um, I finished it last night, and it is very enjoyable. It's a it's a fun concert, and I hope they do the same thing.
1: I like Elton John. He's a he's a good showman.
0: Well, and putting Elton John and the Walt Disney Company together is a really good, like they show. Why off are a you good acting showman. like this
1: is something new? I personally, I am offended, and I would like to go on the record that Mr. Daps is currently erasing the history of the two thousand one Country Jamboree. Movie. Oh, I
0: thought you were gonna go back to uh, the Lion King.
1: <laughs> oh, dang it! I was going to the Country Bears. <laughs>
0: um, but my point being is, Disney did a great job in the company they brought in, um, really showing off this um, this concert, and I hope they do the same if Paul McCartney ever decides to retire. Because I think, like, that's what I was watching and thinking the whole time. I'm like, oh, Paul McCartney. If they did this, like, I watched a lot of videos of Paul McCartney concerts that have been very good, but this was so much better.
1: Well, I really like the way that <clears> Disney Plus has really collaborated with musicians and artists because they also uh, hosted uh, Taylor Swift's Long Pawn Sessions for Folklore. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think that they've been really branching out into these, how can we um, highlight and spotlight these artists and what they do very well. In a
0: way that only Disney can do, too, yeah. which I think is great. And like the but... Beatles Get
1: Back and stuff like that. Yeah. like I think that it's been a very impressive... Yeah. Uh, show of what they can do. All of them do. have
0: been great. Yeah. Um, so Bob Chapek was supposed to introduce him there. And didn't. It sounds like moments before or minutes or maybe a little bit more than that um, he was told, hey, don't introduce Elton John because you're not working here anymore. And
1: Which I gotta say I don't really care what your opinion is of the human. That's gotta be a gut punch. That's gotta hurt. I can bad. only
0: imagine. Like
1: yeah. I can't imagine the things that go through your head when you are literally like, business is normal. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And then someone comes up to you and is like, you don't work here anymore. No, you're not. Like that. I'm
0: sure the way it played out is Susan Arnold called him and said, hey, Bob, you're done. Yeah. Um, Other Bob is taking over effective immediately. The boards had the decision. This is it. And um, so then within minutes, an email was sent out after Bob Chapek learned that he was no longer uh, running the Walt Disney Company. Executives at this concert and then cast members around the company suddenly get this email from Bob Iger saying, hey, I'm back. I'm so thankful for you. And again, um,
1: at nearly 7 p.m. on a Sunday night.
0: Dinner time. It's during dinner. This is
1: like the most wild timing of anything <laughs> I've ever seen. But also
0: makes a ton of sense when you think of the stock price and you and look Monday at how it went and... up $12 billion or $6 billion in the space of one day. Mm-hmm. Like um, So whatever severance Bob Chapek was, was paid <laughs> was more than paid back by the stock prices going up. And um, yeah, there you go. Uh, I think it was 23 to 25 in severance is what I'm reading, um, clocky. But yeah, the the stock prices have more than paid for that. And uh, and then Monday morning, Bob Chapek comes in and uh, first person out is Kareem Daniels, uh, who I will say, and I'm going to say this about everybody, is like them or dislike them mainly because of their policies and what their decisions were um kareem daniel was at the d23 event we went to in uh september so it was still september right
1: for the 40th
0: no d23 expo
1: oh expo yeah so i thought you meant the d23 event at preview
0: night um yeah preview night he was one of our segment uh leaders and i didn't get a chance to talk to him meet him anything like that but i will say he has kind eyes Mm -hmm. he seemed like a Genuine nice guy I mean, who was excited about kind of it's true, you it's can't, true. um, but he seemed genuinely excited about what he was doing and exciting things that he had going on. Um, does that mean he was qualified for the position? Does that mean it was the right structure for the, the uh, what do they call it, Disney, um, media entertainment distribution? Yes, that's what it is, DMED. Um, yes, I was like, that one's really hard for me to it grasp is. every time, but. But, like, I don't have anything against the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Chapek, personally, I have never seen him to be the most personable person. However, I did read Bob Iger's book, and, mm-hmm. and when he had issues, he was a good number two. And sometimes a good number two isn't always a good number one, and I think <laughs> that's something we're seeing with this. So, uh, Monday, Daniel's gone. Uh, restructuring is already happening for all of the Disney media issues. Uh, Entertainment Distribution. I hope they come up with another name. And uh, and the future is quite um, interesting, I would say, for the Walt Disney Company. But by and large, it seems like cast members and guests are a whole lot happier today than they were last Tuesday.
1: I agree.
0: What do you think about how all of this is playing out? Where do you think it's going to okay. go?
1: Okay, I was going to say, am I allowed to make a future prediction? Yeah, go ahead. Because this is uh, what I have been speculating and you all can tell me if you think that I'm the dumbest person on the face of the planet, and I will laugh in your face. Bob Iger... What? It's true. Bob Iger has a contract that is set to expire currently on December tw- uh, December 31st, 2020. Here's
0: my first question. Okay. Is he actually done that day, or does he go another year?
1: I think he's going to be done potentially, depending on... I'm about to say a sentence. Okay, go ahead. And so we'll see how this works out. I... Is there
0: punctuation?
1: My heart of hearts believe. Yes, there is. That Josh DiMauro is set to be the next Disney CEO. Okay. And I think that... Not Dana Walden. I think that they could not tap him yet because they have not um, empowered him enough to be in that position yet. Like, he's had a lot of really quick job changes very, very quickly. He has
0: promoted very fast.
1: You think about that. And I think that now the Disney Parks and Experiences role that he is in is now a whole new set of responsibilities and it's not something that you want to promote someone out of that quickly because you want to them just prove themselves and have stability and things like that before they take another big leap like that so I personally think that the proposal to Iger was we want tomorrow we don't know that he's ready quite yet we want a couple more years to help like help him bloom into the CEO role will you take it for two years
0: I'm going to say maybe.
1: That's my tinfoil hat.
0: I think that's a good tinfoil hat. Um, I don't think they have landed on DeMauro. I think there's a couple internal candidates. I think Peter Rice as an external candidate is a definite possibility. He came over from 20th Century Fox, now just 20th Century Studios. And uh, Chapek got rid of him, uh, mainly from my perspective because he was too competent. Um, But I could see see if you bring back a Peter Rice-type person or Tom Staggs, or Kevin Meyer, for that matter. If you see any three of those coming back to the company in the next couple months, I think they're next They're next in line. Um, Paul Pressler. Probably not. Um, I have seen a lot of people wishing for Matt Weimet. I think he's retired and it's too late for him. Um, I love the idea, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I could imagine a scenario if they do go internal. I mean, even with... With an external hire, like let's say it's Peter Rice or somebody else, um, where it's just not quite ready, and then Bob Iger stays an extra six months to a year. Um,
1: Howard Schultz.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> that would actually be terrible. Oh, it would. He's not like I think one of the things that Chepek clearly did not have that Iger felt the need to repeat over and over again is the importance of creativity mm-hmm. at the top of the Walt Disney Company. And traditionally, the Walt Disney Company does its best when you have a really strong creative and you have a really strong business guy.
1: Eisner and Wells.
0: Yes. Eisner and Disney Wells. Disney and Disney. Walt and Roy. Yeah. All of those. And um, and you look at the times when it hasn't Mr. done Dabson, well. Mr. Katie. There you go. Um, meet my new business manager. <laughs> uh, I've tried. Um, but um, But I do think if if you get somebody strong in Mm -hmm. that creative role that has a good right hand or partner that's the business side of things, Mm -hmm. you have a very strong future for the Walt Disney Company. 100%. And um, I think the future looks much stronger today than it did a week ago.
1: Um, I also think that everyone that we talked to on Sunday night, there was a genuine sense of relief. Absolutely. And again, um, these are the people that were frontline working at Disney Parks. Yep. Um, and also just other guests.
0: I mean, one of the highlights of my night was, uh, we, we were with a family with a service dog Mm -hmm. and at one point so that they could go on an attraction, I was, um, given the role of Protector of the service dog, also, so I could keep writing stories. But um, so I have this dog, and they're like, "Oh, you have to go this way." And so I end up basically, I think, in a break room, to be completely honest, <laughs> um, with a bunch of, of cast members. And the guy who was leading me is like, "Tell him what you just told me." And and you could just sense the excitement in that moment, and and that was a lot of fun. And. Uh, It's not often I get to be the bearer of really fun news (laughs) that people are just really excited about. Usually it's like, oh, prices are going up. Or whatever. Something. Um, And I was reading, I I have not confirmed this at all, but one, I think it was Hollywood Reporter or somebody, was saying one of the reasons that Iger felt compelled to come back was because of some of the prices outpricing families. I did see that as well. And I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but that seems in line with his character. And I think uh, it was interesting because when I made one of the first tweets about this, I asked, where were you when when you found out the mm-hmm. news? And Angela responded and then Roger responded. It was basically a mini conversation on the importance of words and that words matter. Mm-hmm. And I really do think, especially in leadership, words matter, emotional intelligence matters. Like the, this is why I think, Josh DeMauro is such a good leader is mm-hmm. because he not only shares the words, but he's sincere about them. So we've we've gotten the opportunity to speak with him many times many now. Times. And he's the real deal. And so you don't have to like his decisions, but you're going to like the guy. You're going to know he's coming at it from a good place. And, and the thing
1: that always sticks out to me is um, obviously during the pandemic, when a lot of cast members didn't have a job to come back to anymore, um, Josh Tomorrow was in the parks, was in Downtown Disney, was in surrounding properties, mm-hmm. and was like, "Tell me whatever you want, yell at me, hate me. Yep. I just want to listen to you." And that was not a, "Oh, this is my Versace shoot, uh, suit. Here's a shoulder to cry on." Type of thing. It was literally like a, "He cares." I've and in Disneyland, I've worked hand in hand with so many of you because he was the president of the Disneyland Resort for again a hot minute, but. Yep. These were people that he genuinely cared about. Yep. So I think that... And I think that Iger, I feel the same way about. Like, I think Iger Mm. cares.
0: Well, I always think of reopening day, and Iger is standing there with his phone.
1: Because he was so excited! Because he was so
0: excited. And you could see the emotion in his eyes, which was all you could see of his face. And I think that's such a huge um, um, indicator of who he is and how he leads.
1: Well, and I go back to Legends Ceremony is that at the Legend Award Ceremonies at D23 Expo, you would have these celebrities that were being awarded these amazing things saying, Bob Iger has always looked out for me. Can he-
0: I just say I hope we get him in the next Legend Ceremony in two years? Like I hope he's around long enough for the next D23 Expo that we'll hopefully be celebrating.
1: I was like, mathematically, he should it be It should there. work out.
0: All right. We're excited about the future. It'll be fun to see how this all plays out. We'll continue to uh, follow this story and provide updates as they become available. And um, it'll be very interesting to see how the Walt Disney Company restructures. Like, yes. I'm very curious about that. Um, we have both watched now Mickey, the story of a mouse. Very quickly, Katie, because we do have a ton of other stuff to hit tonight. What do you think about this we only have seven documentary the on Disney Plus?
1: <laughs> I think it's amazing. I really, really liked it. It's exactly what you expect it to be. So don't go in with some, like, this is going to change the world or whatever. Um, I think that it's very fun. I think that it honors the history of Mickey Mouse. Um, I think it's very heartwarming with a lot of the footage and the interviews that they have. Um, I would definitely watch it again because it just kind of makes you feel good.
0: And you do get some stuff you've never seen before.
1: And uh, there is the Mickey in a Minute short, Mm -hmm. um, which is very, very fun. (laughs) And um, I think something that stood out to me a lot, and this was a very strange, surreal moment, was they're like, oh, and now we drop into the VO booth. And I'm like, that's Brett Mm Iwen. That's our pal. That's so strange.
0: Well, and I think it was cool to see some of the old Walt interviews you don't normally see. Like there were definitely some classic stuff that just doesn't <laughs> come out and, and that yeah. was pretty cool. Um, but no, I think it's it's a very fun documentary. Um, I would love to see more of these types. You can definitely tell it was filmed pre-pandemic. Yes. Um, if you have an eye and you've been to Disneyland at all recently, <laughs> As Mickey's walking around, just pay attention. Look what's in the background, mm-hmm. especially the part where the ropes are wrapped around with the, <laughs> um,
1: the trash can.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they must have filmed it before rope drop in the morning because um, <laughs> it looked like because it had the little flag things that they the go across the street. a lot of
1: times that we pause to be like,
0: wait, I know what that, that? is. What's um that?
1: And that's also very funny. Uh, Clocky is asking, did we learn anything? And yeah. th- yes, Clocky, I did learn something. I learned that Mr. Daps can quote almost every Walt Disney interview that the parks <laughs> use all the time. And that is... <laughs> that's true. Walt Disney would get two words out, and it would be one of those quotes that you hear all the time. Like, it's always in Walt, uh, One Man's Dream, anything like that. There
0: were a couple that I hadn't seen before. A couple? But- not, but would not just, a lot. it would just—it
1: just cracked me up that you would get two words and you would just immediately like, yeah. be like, "Oh, I could finish this." So yes, that is something I learned, Clocky.
0: But there was—I think there were <laughs> <Yes>. moments. <laughs> there was a hundred percent. They—they uh, definitely addressed the origin story of Mickey Mouse, which is interesting. They addressed
1: a lot more than I thought they were going to.
0: Yeah, and then they they address some of the controversy that usually gets glossed over with Mickey Mouse um, for shorts that you just don't see anymore. So you see some moments of those. And um, and I can remember seeing them as a kid. I don't know that I've seen them in the last 25 years um, to be safe even with that. Um, So there are some really interesting things in there that you normally wouldn't see here. Um, there's also some really fun interviews with uh, different people. Bob Iger. Bob Iger is... That's that's why he came back. It's true. Bob he was, in, was not in they the Mickey interview. Although it said chairman, which I thought I was know, funny. But, um,
1: but um, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Okay. I was on a... Um, yeah.
0: But overall, it's worth watching. It's about an hour and a half. And it's not one of those that you're going to be looking at your watch going, why did I watch this? It's... Um, It is very, um, it's interesting because I think it tries to please everyone because Mm -hmm. there's definitely moments where they have social media influencers in it, Mm -hmm. which are just kind of these happy little moments about Mickey Mouse and how much we love him. And then there's a collector guy that has everything known to man for Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. And, And if you took any of these by themselves, it would probably be like, eh. But the way they... They mixed it all together. I feel like it had a little bit of something for everybody.
1: I did learn something, actually. What did you learn? That is that Roy and Walt's original studio in Los Angeles is now a tattoo parlor. Yes, that is true. I did not know that. <laughs> I was looking at Mr. Dapp's like, you knew this and didn't tell me? And he was like, why didn't you know that? <laughs> in
0: hindsight, I'm not entirely sure it still is. Oh, it
1: no. It might have closed
0: during the pandemic. But, um, but yes, definitely watch it. Definitely worth catching. Uh, well, well, it's always gonna be on Disney Plus, we presume. Um, another thing that's coming to Disney Plus next Monday, and hopefully we'll have watched it Monday so we can talk about it on Tuesday, is Mickey Saves Christmas. Who's gonna save Christmas? Um, we have the trailer up. It's stop animation, stop motion animation. You don't want to miss it. Um, it looks adorable. It's got our good buddy Brett Iwen and Caitlin Robrock in it as well. Which I also
1: want to see more behind the booth stuff. Well, and I'm recording. excited
0: because my friend Brock and Cameron are Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Which I think is precious. And it, it's like, yeah, I just love the group of people that have come together for this, uh, it's this a true special. This
1: special. Nikki and Gang.
0: Yeah, and the premise is cute. I think it's going to be adorable and a family friendly thing. Uh, we will talk more about that next week. Hopefully, we all watch it on Monday night, right? You can do that, I can do that, we'll do it. All right, um, let's go into, we have a minute and a half.
1: That's fine.
0: <gasps> let's go into the bag.
1: That bag? No, This bag. Bag. that bag.
0: So there's a story behind this bag.
1: So for the record.
0: We have multiple bags, that's D23 Expo. I know,
1: this is D23 Expo.
0: This is Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World 50th, 50th, that just came back from Florida. And this came back from Florida, because of our good friend Tracy, who's been a long, long, long time friend of Geek's Corner and Dab's Magic. Um, And she texted me from Walt Disney World last week. And she's like, I have an idea for you guys on Geek's Corner. And anytime somebody says that, my first inclination is to go, go on. I'm listening. And uh, so Tracy was like, I'm at Walt Disney World right now. What do you think about comparing... Gingerbread cookies from Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And I'm like, that sounds hilarious. I love this idea. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. In fact, I still don't know what we've gotten ourselves into. But Tracy took care of all the Walt Disney World gingerbread Mm -hmm. things. I took care of the Disneyland ones. And we're welcome to Geeks Corner Plus, by the way. And uh, so this I picked up at Disneyland this morning. Mm -hmm. Traditional. Traditional. Lovely. Let's move the book completely out of the way. I also picked up this morning. This. Isn't this beautiful? Lovely. You can open it.
1: I will open it. Is that from Marceline's?
0: No, it is not. Oh. It is from Main Street, USA at the Confectionery. I'm just going to hide the sticker. There you go. Um. So that's, these are the two Disneyland. I felt like they gave a good, these are basically. It's a the
1: very strong gingerbread smell.
0: This, yes. These are the two options you have for gingerbread cookies, as long as this one's gingerbread. Um, I had this moment of like, should I? Oh Yeah, it is. Okay. So these are the two main gingerbread cookies you could it's get at huge. the Disneyland Resort. There's another one they have at the coffee stand in uh, DCA that looks very different too. But, so Disneyland ones are right here. We have not looked into this bag yet. Tracy just brought it. We're going to do this. It'll be great. So, um, Katie, why don't you open up this one? We'll see what's in here. This is our first Walt Disney World cookie. And then we have another which I love. We're going to try <gasps> these two first.
1: It's from the best Starbucks.
0: This is from Walt Disney World as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's these two we need to compare because they're they look almost they identical. Look, I except can't for tell the buttons. you. The frosting's a little bit different. Yeah. And like the frosting is a different frosting. Oh, that's cute. That's very cute, okay.
1: Gingerbread Mickey from the best Starbucks on property.
0: Then we've got this one. Do you know what this is? Is that a shingle? This is a shingle from the Grand Floridian. It's a good thing she was texting me where she was going because I'm guessing on where these these are from. All right, so this one's a Florida one too. Yes. It's gonna get better though. Oh gosh. Because Tracy was staying at the boardwalk.
1: (laughs) a shingle from the boardwalk too? No. I'm scared.
0: This is the world's biggest gingerbread cookie. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Look at this gingerbread cookie. Is this not insane?
1: That's intense. All right,
0: so let's put this next to you. Maybe right there. And then this one was from somewhere else by the boardwalk. What's one by the boardwalk? Yacht and Beach Club? Maybe. But it also says That'll boardwalk.
1: Say, oh. oh
0: my gosh. They're huge. Yeah. So I feel like what we should do right now, Kay. is you put these here. Okay? I think we need to take a picture of these.
1: Yeah. Then we take a picture? So of
0: these. because we're on wireless mics now, we can do this. As you
1: just saw me get up multiple times.
0: Yep. Okay, here we go.
1: This is pretty exciting content over here. We also have gifts that we'll be opening in Geese Corner. Yes. So get excited. All right.
0: So why don't you open up this one? We're going to open up this one. We're going to see. Does Walt Disney World win with the traditional? I'm just going to break a corner off and leave it in the bag. Because we have a long ways to go.
1: (laughs) No, we're not going to eat all of this tonight.
0: This is like the Food Network. Here you go. Let's start with Disneyland. Okay, ready?
1: Mm hmm. Tastes like your It
0: does. Okay, so that was Disneyland. It's fine. Ready? Hmm. Better.
1: Better. It's a little sweeter.
0: Hmm. It's got a little bit more gingerbread flavor. Mm-hmm. It's it's much more vibrant, if, if that makes sense. Uh, okay, so we've got, for those keeping track at home, hopefully somebody, we've got one for Walt Disney World and uh, one for Disneyland. Or one for Walt Disney World, zero for Disneyland. Even though we don't have the same amount of cookies, but that's fine. Um, I think we should try this next because I feel like these two kind of compare. I mm-hmm. agree. Okay.
1: I am expecting
0: this, this is one gin- to be very good. This is gingerbread with dark chocolate, it says.
1: Ooh! I expect this to be very good. First of all, because of the Grand Floridian branding.
0: It is beautiful. That's
1: where I want to get married, fun fact, as if you guys didn't already know that. Because um, everybody knows I want to get married at the Grand Floridian. But!
0: There we go. I, was like, I can't open it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have been a problem.
0: Oh, this is cool. So, um, I'm going to take it out. Gingerbread? Chocolate on the back. Mm. This looks amazing. Alright, I'm gonna break this off for you, I hope.
1: Break me off a piece of that gingerbread.
0: This is amazing.
1: I really can't take this that. This one I'm
0: excited. You. you can.
1: I can't. Very spongy. Mm-hmm. Um, not as gingerbready as you'd expect it Mm-mm. to
0: be. The chocolate ones. The chocolate's stronger and it almost has a um, what are those things called? The licorice. Mm. There's almost a licorice flavor to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um That was that was interesting. Like I don't know that I loved it.
1: Mom, please come over. <laughs>
0: all right, let's try let's put these two against each other after mm-hmm. after all. All right, so break off in your- <clears> here <throat> Or something more.
1: I'm getting sugared out. Oh good. Hmm? Yeah, I'll take a little piece of that. It's very crumbly. hmm
0: It's good. I would say this one compares to this one more.
1: Yeah, because it's like not very strong in gingerbread flavor.
0: Yep. Alright. Let's break a piece of us and then we'll we'll split it. I hope. Oh yeah, this will work. This though, in texture, you want know, the smaller one? Yeah. Feels more like that one.
1: Because it's spongy.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's good.
1: I think that one's better than that one. Mm-hmm. So Disneyland. Mm-hmm. One one one.
0: Alright, let's try boardwalk.
1: But these are beautiful. So big.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're taped. Uh Should have done that beforehand, huh? Do you want me to
1: open up this one as well?
0: Yeah. We'll just take a foot off.
1: A foot? Yeah, sure, why not? Not the gumdrop buttons! All right, here you go. I took off his toe.
0: (laughs) Mmm. I like this one.
1: I like the icing a lot.
0: I like the gingerbread, too. It's very, it's got more spice than any of the other ones. hmm All right, let's try Boardwalk number two. They taste the same. They're very good. Okay. Um, of all of these, which one's your favorite?
1: The Walt Disney World gingerbread man.
0: I like the big one. It's got a little bit more spice. I like the texture of this one. hmm But the flavor on this one is... That's fair. It's amazing. Um, So, I think it's very clear to say, or safe to say, that Walt Disney World wins at the gingerbread game. It's
1: true.
0: I do see in the chat asking if we like the thinner ones or the chewier ones. I like the thinner. Mm -hmm. Like, or the... Like, the, these are good. The big ones are good, but...
1: I, like, I don't want them cakey.
0: As I say, they're more cakey than cookie.
1: I want them to be, like, cookie, crispy. Mm-hmm.
0: This really almost makes up for, for them ginger. not being sold at the end of...
1: It does haunted smell Mansion. like haunted Mansion in here.
0: This is a good Geek's Corner.
1: And we still have presents.
0: And we still have... Let's get to the presents, then. Uh, you want to explain the presents a little bit?
1: uh yes so without
0: saying too much without
1: saying too much uh our good friend dan helped us out with something
0: project we're working a on.
1: project we're working on um very very good things and then uh sent over some things for that project i don't know how to
0: just leave them here they are fine we can go around um
1: and also included some things for us which was very very nice so completely we completely unexpected literally have no idea what's in here this book shaped object and this bag. Why
0: don't you open the bag and I'll open the book shaped object.
1: And it is addressed to both of us, which I find to be very
0: cool. Katie and Mr. Dapps. Ooh. (gasps) That's pretty. very cool
1: I'm trying to be very very careful it is an ornament that is the silly symphony
0: that is that is very cool I'm
1: trying to be very careful
0: yes Bailey you're right it would be even better if it was from the end of Haunted Mansion so So this
1: Walt Disney's The Band Concert and I think
0: and it'll be on the tree next week that's cool
1: that's fantastic
0: that is fun. Thank you, Dan. That.
1: Thank you, Dan.
0: All right. Number two. Number two. I think it's funny. He wraps better than we do. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't wrap so this nicely. This. I try hard. <laughs>
1: and you know what? It's the It's, it's the, the, trying that the
0: effort that counts. Yes. I do like, yeah, this.
1: I love, like, a, the classy... Now hold
0: on. Now hold on.
1: Now hold on. It's a Han Solo comic. And? Everyone's favorite scoundrel goes solo.
0: Holy shnikes. And?
1: Oh my gosh. IG-88.
0: And?
1: Oh my gosh. Obi-Wan. And? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Disney Comics and Stories. Keep going. And that one uh, might be my favorite. I re- and, oh my gosh. And what's the last one? Oh wow. Very cool. Wow. This is so cool.
0: This is very nice. Thank you, Dad.
1: Ooh, this is a variant edition.
0: I could just sit here and read these all night.
1: Oh, genuinely.
0: But we've already gone a long way over. So what should people do, Katie?
1: You should go to dapsmagic.com.
0: So we can read comic books.
1: So we can read comic books. Anyway. Uh, I do like that Leia's in this.
0: So go to dapsmagic.com.
1: Dapsmagic.com. Check all the Disney and Geek News as it happens. Yep. Subscribe to our mailing list. Find our Patreon.
0: That is right. Also, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. we got a lot of videos going up, including... In about a week and a half, we will have candlelight yeah. videos going up that you won't want to miss. But also check out Dap's Magic's 24 Days of Thanksgiving. We have two more to go up. You won't want to miss any of them. And you can go to dapsmagic.com slash thanksgiving to find all of them. Mine
1: was pretty fun today.
0: Uh, yes, it was. And uh, make sure to add to them, share them. Uh, let's get that out there and show that attitude of gratitude. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you round the corner.
1: Bye.